Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Full sport press. Yeah. No layup line, no warm-ups, no nothing. We just walking right into the stadium and get into the game. Let's do it. When the beat on, then it's on. When our white jerseys on the road. Cause how we feel where we roam is our home. Leaving these other podcasts null and void. The show can't miss something like Tom Shepard and Corduroy's. Full sport press, you know them boys. Jay run the point lock for three and me, I crashed the boys. Weezy told you that it's paid for. We already ran the score before the cameraman could go and press record. Now you all in your of the process and y'all was taking for wiggins we were spreading the love and y'all was trading for wiggins went to war with the wolves and y'all was waiting on wiggins huh <laughs> i had to do it face the flow split the double grabbed at the dribble and you all stepped over the 808 i'm on time even with you to the four press podcast thank you you are now listening to the full sport press podcast Featuring hosts Jay Ho, Wheezy, Jeff, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press Podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am Jay Ho. It's your man, Coach Locke. It's your boy Wheezy. What do you do? Jeff is out on assignment. Shout mm-hmm. out to Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. KOS. KOS Jeff. Uh, knowledge. Uh, what of a, self. Yeah, of self. yeah. That's yeah. right. Don't give him too much pub now, coach. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got nothing. Yeah. We ain't got nothing. Well, I ain't got a wristband. I ain't, I ain't finna keep on talking about that. I ain't finna keep on talking about it. Shout out to Uncle Carl, though. Shout out to Uncle Carl. <laughs> How are you, cameraman? Fantastic. Fantastic. Like the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Episode 461, guys. We're breaking down the biggest storylines of the 2022-2023 NBA season. FSP style. Always FSP style. You better damn know it. Better damn believe it. Kick it off, coach. Best of the week. Talk to me. Best of the week for me, man. Um, Can I do two? Nah. It's mm-hmm. one quick and a good one, for real. Mm-hmm. Quick one. Do your thing, coach. Yeah, yeah I'm, I got to make up for lost time. I see. You know, the first one is the fake argument lob by Kansas State in, in the Michigan State game. You said it was real, coach. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was a real play, but yeah. they was faking like they was. Oh, you saying they, the argument they was real? Yeah. I don't believe it. They that. said the argument was real. I don't believe it. That's what they say. I'm just telling you what they, they said. They saying that for the whatever. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I mean, they should, if it was, yeah. they should have left it as yeah, a fake argument. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd been even five. Yeah, five. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so but, but real best of the week. Yeah. Here we go. Cleveland Guardians, the baseball team. But, yeah. They held graduation for their players who earned their high school diplomas in 2020, 2021, and 2022, but okay. they weren't able to do a graduation because the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah. So they had 32 players they honored like it was their high school graduation. They let them walk by. They had cap and gown and gave them diplomas. That's cold. That's cold. That's cold. That's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me, Weez. Best of the week. <laughs> Best of the week for me, man. Harmony got me a birthday gift. What she give you? <laughs> we always play basketball in the house, and we don't got a basketball. We play with it, like a little ball or something. Okay. 
That morning she came in the house with a basketball, man. Okay. Daddy, I got you a basketball. Yeah. But you got to share it with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's right. That's my best of the week, man. That's, that's all right. right she right spent there. her hard-earned money that's on That's all that right, too. right there. Yeah, Harmony. Yeah. That's how you do Shout it. Shout out to Harmony, show. Got to get Harmony in the studio. Yeah. You want Harmony? You want Harmony rough. Yeah. My best of the week is tall people, man, for the vertically gifted every day of the year. Means standing out, guys. The New York Times has a great editorial about tall people and their completely fed up right now guys they said for people to stop asking if they play basketball because most of them didn't they most of them did not ever play basketball if they did they didn't really like playing basketball so some of them are teachers doctors lawyers whatever the case may be if you're tired i mean you hoop man so please if somebody's tall and you see them don't say hey did you ever play basketball because they don't like when you ask that you know what the tallest man in the world is how tall he is eight feet eight two eight two that's tall yeah, he's from Turkey. That's tall. Yeah, he probably got bad knees. Yeah, he barely walked. Yeah. Did he hoop? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> but nah, ting. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's trash. <laughs> yeah. Worst of the week. Talk to me, Weezy. Oh man, Cam Newton pro day. It wasn't bad. It was one bad pass. It wasn't bad. Yes, bro, my you're a hater, bro. Nah, I just. Yeah. I forgot. yeah. <laughs> Uncle Tom. <laughs> I know Uncle Tom. My bad. I know Go Uncle Tom. Go you. ahead, Weezy. Uh, That's derogatory. Yeah, I mean. I apologize about that, Weezy. <laughs> he called everybody. He my apologies. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm trying to do a segment. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. It's, it's segment, say, say, we'll talk about it later. Say, no, no, say he, I, Like I, he I said. I'm real, real quick. Weezy. I'm, I'm say he's going to take it back, Weezy. If you don't, he's going to take it back. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah, you good. I said the problem. So, he said. He said. Okay. <laughs> now he said it was thirty two. He said other random people are like, I don't call them randoms. Don't I get that? Yeah, but he they got the job. He don't. Yeah. If he's a if they random as well as he. True. I don't hit my hand like that hard. Like that. <laughs> Somebody said that too. I, was, I think it was Uncle Shannon said that. Yeah. 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 Uh, my worst of the week is Brian Penny Collins. Man, uh, <laughs> I was talking to my nephew. Shout out to my young boy. Told me his favorite rapper is indeed Eminem, guys. Now, I think it's a lack of institutional control that a kid's favorite rapper is Eminem. Now, I know. Now, this is what I do know. That Eminem is not Penny's favorite rapper. He actually hates Eminem. So, for his son to go on record and say that his favorite <laughs> rapper is Eminem is a lack of institutional control. And I'm upset with him. He has to figure out ways to kind of figure that out. Because Eminem cannot be anybody's favorite anything, bro. I mean, there are some people out there that's he's their yeah, favorite the rapper. That, that's they go. Yeah, but what I'm saying is he shouldn't come from under our umbrella, like an Eminem. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I would think he might like Lil Wayne or something. I can't listen to Lil Wayne. What? Yeah, man, come no, on, he, man. No, he, he's, yeah, he's too young. To listen <laughs> yeah, he can't Lil Wayne. listen to Lil Wayne. He can't listen to Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. He's ten. What is he talking about? I'm not afraid. Yeah. Knees, no. arms are your, heavy. Right. Vomit on the sweater already. Yeah, come on, right. bro. You can't. A ten-year-old cannot listen. My worst of the week, man. So, uh, was out and uh, went into the Nike outlet store. Mm. Uh, you got to tell that. Come on, Nike outlet yeah. store. Yeah, go ahead. You know? And it's you know, saw a pair of shoes, right? And, and my good buddy, good friend of mine, mm. my co-host here. Yeah. He says, yeah, man, you know, those shoes, they, they retail for 220 I was like, oh, okay, let me see what they are 270, here. 270 I'm sorry. Yeah, I said, oh, yeah, dude. We know we're in, a, we're in an outlet. They, mm-hmm. You know, they can't be retail, right? 
270. <laughs> 270. What are we doing? What are we doing? You can't be in an outlet and have retail prices. Inflation, bro. They let the church say, hey, what are they doing? What are they Inflation. doing? Come on, Nike. Come on, Nike. What are we Market doing? Market messed up, coach. They, nah, they paying the for it. He's been bars. Like, what are we doing? Those are bars. They should have been 220. I understand 220 because yeah. they retail 270. Yeah. They are newest shoes. Come on. But they're in the outlet. Yeah. They make it through those doors. That yeah. knocked the price down, Nike. Come on, man. Yeah, Inflation, man. boy. It's trash. Then you send me a message. They down to 150 on sneakers still. Come on, man. Nah, he, nah, I send it to him. Yeah. What game, are we doing? The game is ugly right now. Make that make sense. Everything. Everything is ugly, ugly right man. now. Everything is trash. Very Everything ugly. Ugly. Yeah. <laughs> And make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, IG, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and now Amazon Music to catch up on the full <laughs> yeah, archive. Sir. Of past episodes of FSP. That's right. You heard what I said. Check us out on Amazon Music now. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is just search Full Sport Press Podcast. Now, before we get started, the first half, Wheezy, you got a Yellow Box of Curios award for the listeners. I do. This week, award recipient is Miami, former Miami Heat star. <laughs> former <laughs> Miami Heat star. So I can hit you Woo! Yeah, yeah. Knuckle Yeah, it is. From a Miami Heat star. Star? <laughs> star in Punga. That ain't a star. If he's a star, what's y'all already got? Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. He ain't no star. Okay, yeah. then. Yeah. Okay. He fixed that real quick. Star Yeah, you're right. Star Tur. Put, you put your hand out there. Star Tur. Ain't no way. Put it all on that star. Mario Chalmers. Yeah, it is. It is Mario Chalmers. Uh, even after riding LeBron James coattails, I know that was going a little wild. Two two rings and four straight NBA Finals appearances, Mario Chalmers has decided to throw a little bit of shade at his former teammate. Now on the Playmaker HQ podcast this week, nobody fears LeBron is what Mario Chalmers says. He said, and I quote, "Nobody like damn, I gotta go play against LeBron tonight." End quote. He also went on to say, "You hear anybody from that area talking about going against Jordan? There's a real fear." But Bron, not so much. Talk to me, Coach. Is he fair foul for this? He's foul for this. Come on, man. Yeah, man. Come on, Mario. Yeah. Let, let's 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 call a spade a spade. Yeah. Great college player. Yeah. Did your thing at Kansas. Got into the league. Solid league player. But a lot of stuff you got was because of LeBron James. Talk man. to me. Be grateful, dog. Be grateful. Be grateful. You know, you pass your time. It wasn't time for you to play anymore, and that's okay. It happens. Mm-hmm. The ball goes flat. Mm-hmm. But come on, Mario Chomps. Let's not do this to one of the goats, man. Yeah. Go ahead, will Yeah, this one hurt me. Because <laughs> Mario Chalmers is your boy. Yeah, Mario Chalmers. This one yeah. hurt me because LeBron looked out for him, got mm-hmm. you a chip. You played with arguably when when LeBron James was the best of, of yeah. himself. Hell yeah. And Miami Heat LeBron was a, was a mm-hmm. monster. That's when he was like 260, 270, yeah. running like a freight train. Mm-hmm. And nobody feared him? Yeah, that's bullshit. Come on, Mario. Yeah. I understand you got your podcast and it worked for you. You got your clicks. You did. It you worked. did what you wanted to do, but my yeah. goodness. Yep. Come on, Rio. That 2012 LeBron James was the best LeBron James right mm-hmm. there. That's, that's, that's one of the best runs in NBA history. That's prime. As a, yes, prime LeBron, man. People are absolutely terrified of him, dog. He's just an approachable dude, a little bit nicer mm-hmm. than Michael Jordan. You know, so yeah. in turn, you know, people... Yeah, people are absolutely terrified of uh, what's my guy's name, Giannis Antetokounmpo, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But he's approachable. He's a nice guy, man. Right. They're so, not yeah. a bunch of yeah high level superstars like that. That no. people are not approachable. 
It's not. It's a new new time now. It's just a different type of fear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron James, you knew he when you pulled up and LeBron James coming in town in 2012, it's gonna be a long night, mm-hmm. and that's fear. Yep. It's just you know shown a different way. Exactly. Wrong. Exactly. That's dead wrong, Rio. Dead wrong. Got the yellow box, man. Big Get it boy. To him. Limited Weezy. edition. Weezy, take that to him. That's your boy. He live way Anchorage, Anchorage, Alaska. You do live in Anchorage. He's from. It's Anchorage. nice there. It's nice there. Yeah. I, I'm gonna let you take it now. I heard it's cold up there. Yeah, Depends he, on where you go. He works out with Jamal down here in the summertime, so you can take it to him. Yeah. I holler at him. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. You guys ready to start the first half? Let's do it. Let's get it. The first half is underway. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay Hope. It's your man, Coach Lop. It's your boy Weezy. I always say, say this is what Joe. It's your boy Weezy. What it do? Shout out to Jeff, man. Shout out to Jeff. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff, man. Weezy, where you at on social media, my brother? FSP underscore Weezy on IG. I'm at How Weezy on Twitter. Holla at me. Holla at you. Talk to me, Coach. Man, it's Lock underscore the underscore great. That's T-H-A. Get at me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm J-Hove on Instagram and Twitter. Let's talk on Twitter, man. Let's have a conversation on Twitter. I'm going to start talking a little more on Twitter. I talk on Twitter. I just don't don't, 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 no, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. we here, That's Coach? Right. You know, we have a thousand subscribers on YouTube. We do huge accomplishment for the team, for sure. Thank you, thank for you for everybody that hit thank the subscribe button. Yeah, thank you, yeah, thank you. Yeah. We appreciate everybody we that has subscribed, mm-hmm. that's told a friend to yes, tell a friend. For sure. You know, um, it's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Podcasts yeah. running. Yeah, that's yeah. right. More to come, guys. That's um, right. But again, we appreciate everybody that subscribed. Uh, here's the road to 2000. On let's the way. To, let's get to 2000. On the way. Let's get to 2000. On the way. Let's get to 2000. Let's do it. All right. Now, let's kick the first half off with some college basketball. The madness of the NCAA tournament has returned. And by the end of this weekend, we'll know who's headed to the Final Four. Before we get started, here are the winners and losers of NCAA March Madness 2023. Let's go, Weez. Talk to me. Winners? Start give me, winner yeah, first. yeah, give me a winner. Uh, winner is at the Team FAU for the Atlantic. Okay. Conference winners going to the Elite Eight now. Yeah, they dance. Uh, this team is a veteran led team. It goes to show, uh, I mean, everybody else is in the transfer portal. That this team is a veteran led team. They got a 23 year old on their team. Yeah. But, you know, the COVID year helped. That's just part of it. Anybody can do that. Free throws and fouls. Yeah. And they also won 34 games this year. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of damn games. They won 34 yeah. games this season. So this team is not, I mean, they're not just happy to be there. Yeah. They're experienced team. So that's one of my winners at FAU. Not here for a short time, here for a long time. Shout out yeah. to FAU. Mm-hmm. Talk to me, coach. Uh, lower seeds are winners yeah. in this tournament, man. Cinderella's. Cinderella's. Yeah, the six seed, seven seed, eight seed, nine seed, and a fifteenth seed make it to the Sweet Sixteen. Talk to me. That's that's big, man. You don't see that happen a lot. Shout out to Fairly Dickerson, Dickerson. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Creighton. Yeah, Princeton. Yeah, you know all those teams, man. They they surprised a lot of people and busted a lot of brackets, as they like to say. Yeah. So yeah. the lower seeds are winners right now. Yeah, I have a winner. Same thing. Cinderella's, man. Shout out to Furman. Shout out to JP. Went to Hillsborough High School. Mm-hmm. Home of the Burroughs. Shout out to the guys. Nothing like a good upset. Got to keep that going, man, or two. We had about five big upsets. And on top of that, it's the third consecutive year that a 15 seed is beating it, too. So mm-hmm. shout out to Cinderella's. Give me another winner, Weezer. Talk to me. Marquise. Yeah, I'm sorry. Marquise Noel. Mm-hmm. Point guard for uh, Kansas State. Yep. He's having a 
unbelievable tournament right now. Mm-hmm. Playing, he's keeping those boys in the ball game. Senior, senior guard leading his team, making making all the big plays. Uh, he had a game we had the record for nineteen assists in one game. Yeah. Had twenty twenty seven. No, he had twenty five against Kentucky, mm-hmm. and he had twenty last night. Yeah, nineteen assists with that yeah. too. Nineteen helpers. Yeah, they call it, huh? yeah. Talk to yeah. me, coach. Marquise knows. Uh, one one of my winners also, mm-hmm. man. If everything Weezy said, um, didn't have any Division One offers coming out of high school, so uh, he's doing it for the guys that were under recruited and the smaller guys. Smaller he's guys. He's only cool. five eight. Yeah, putting in work, real work. Keep hope alive. Yeah, man. Shout out to the little guys. Um, and I'm rolling with that as well. Kansas State for me, though, picked to finish last in the Big 12 preseason poll. Done nothing but surprise people every step of the way. First year coach Jerome Tang, Big 12 coach of the year, brought in 13 newcomers, guys. So shout out to him for a new job. And on top of this, probably another job pending uh, if he wants it mm-hmm. very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any other winners before we move on? Mm-mm, not for me. I got Drew Timmy. Mm. Shout out to Drew Timmy, man. Still that super-duper year. Yeah, yeah, super-duper year. All he does is win. All-time leading scorer in Gonzaga history. Three-time All-American. Gonzaga's, you know, eight consecutive Sweet 16 run. Now they're on to the – I think they'll make it all the way to the championship, but we'll talk about that Mm. real, real soon. They said Drew Timmy is getting about 600000 NIL money. Yeah, and just think he's just in Gonzaga, you know – it's mm-hmm. a guy that plays for the University of North Carolina is getting a million bucks. He's coming <laughs> back for a super duper year too. Ed, mm-hmm. Yeah, you think Drew Tim's gonna come back? Hell no, he can't no, come he can't. back. He's done. No, he, he, he can come back next year. Nah, he uses COVID year this year. No, I'm telling you, he, he better not come six back. Six years, he be, come on, man. Drew Timmy, he How? he's just 22 though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the losers. Talk to me, coach. Uh, my first loser, man. Number one seeds mm-hmm. on the men and women's side. Mm-hmm. Only two made it to the Sweet 16 on both men's and women's brackets. Out of that, with one of them losing open round, Fairly mm-hmm. Dickinson, like I mentioned earlier, yeah. beat Purdue in the first round. Um, so you don't see a lot where only two one seeds make it to at least to the Sweet 16. Yeah. Normally you might see them lose in the Sweet 16 or yeah. lose in Elite Eight, but. To only see two number one seeds from the both sides of the men and the women make it. That's it's a losing. Crazy, crazy stuff. Talk to me, Weezy. Give me a losing. I like the uh, number one seeds, but I'm gonna roll with uh, <laughs> with Virginia, man. Mm. Okay. In, in particular, the coach just can't coach in the <laughs> in the tournament. He got one though. A lot of people can't say he snuck one. He, he snuck one, but yeah. that's it. Yeah, he got cow guy. He that's had, it though. Uh, yeah. yeah. Muhammad Diabata, he, has he just don't, He gets beat pretty bad though in the game. He got one though. A lot of coaches don't have one. You got to get one. So we, so he can lose it, but he got one. He, he good got though. one. He can always say that he good. Now if they go in nah. to not making the tournament for straight years, he. But yeah, nah, who's, he oh, so who's more in jeopardy? His job or, or Calipari's job? Cal. Not even close. Expectations too high. Yeah. In Kentucky, they expect you to win. They get yeah, at least be playing for a championship. They ain't played for a championship in a long time. My loser, my first loser, that is big men, man. This season was supposed to be a renaissance season for the big men in college basketball. Second weekend of games, they all gone to, like, people that Coach mentioned, point guard at Kansas State. Um, There's a bunch of little bitty point guards out there going crazy the entire tournament, mm-hmm. man. You got Oscar Shibway, You had Zach Eady. bunch of big guys. Even Drew Timmy still holding it down for the bigs. Just never really showed up through this tournament. So, shout out to the little guys, but the big men, definitely a loser. The guards holding it down. Yeah. All those big men, none of my first-round picks. No. No. Not at all. It's a good call, Weezy. Mm. See that. Give me another loser, coach. Uh, brackets. <laughs> Smacked. 
Brackets done. NCAA brackets after the first day, possibly second day. Mm-hmm. There were no perfect brackets. Zero after they didn't make it to the Sweet Sixteen with a perfect bracket. Brackets were done. Yeah. By the time we get to this Final Four, yeah, <laughs> gonna be it's one one seed. Right. Probably, How you looking? Smoked. Smoked. I like dead ass. I think I'm in 20th place in the bracket challenge. Shout out to everybody doing the FSP bracket challenge. I've never finished that low. Like, ever. <laughs> in FSP ish. Like, I'm 20th. You going to play again next year? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just think with this year, I was picking out of a lot of spite. I mean, a lot of this shit, too. You would have lost it. You know, bro, I'm a top five guy. Just a top five guy. This is this year. <laughs> I do think so. Yeah, I think I, my shit is smoked. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah. Um, you got another loser? <laughs> you don't. You threw me off on that, but I, I do. Yeah, okay, talk to me. The referees from the uh, from the Memphis game, man. Mm, they missed. They dropped. Yeah, the they, yeah. I, I, I know I'm tough on referees, but on that big of a stage, you got to make the right call. Yeah. You have to. You got to go to the monitor. You got to make the right call because it's do or die at that point. Yeah. Do or die, best die. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. so let me ask you this, Weezy. Do you think they're gonna change a rule to review if a timeout has been called now? Because you can't review that. That's why they couldn't go to the table and review it. I think they got to review the rules a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, you can't change, can't, a file. can't change the file. I think that should be reviewable. Mm-hmm. So you saying everything should be reviewable, basically? <laughs> it's just like NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gonna make the game long. Yeah, yeah. and that's what they don't want. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, my last loser is the Big Ten guys, the most overrated mm-hmm. conference in the country. Stunk up the joint again this year in March Madness. Eight Big Ten teams made it to the round of sixty-eight tournament, and many would tell you that Rutgers could have been. The ninth team. They got screwed. And yet, after two rounds of play, it was only one team left. It was Michigan State. And they mm-hmm. got their ass beat yesterday. Yep. Dude, this is supposed to be the biggest, the best team conference in all of college basketball. And they were gone by day two. All but Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just goes to show, man. Yeah. March Madness. That's why they it call it that. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, before we get started with halftime, let's get back into the NBA. Michael Jordan is in negotiation to sell at least portions, excuse me, of the Charlotte Hornets to a group that includes Hornets minority owner Gabe Plotkin. Yeah. In 2019, Jordan sold a portion of the Hornets to Plotkin, a founder of Melvin Capital and Daniel Sudheim of D1 Capital. But Jordan still contributed the majority of the team's equity. Now, Jordan is the only black owner in the entire NBA. He purchased the expansion team from Bob Johnson. Your nasty man, Bob Johnson. I heard a lot about you. For $180 million in 2010, the team now has a net worth of $1.7 billion after the 2022 season. Coach, should MJ sell the Hornets? Um. Yeah, yeah, but he was, he was, yeah. I'll talk yeah. about it, yeah. Well, well, we know Jordan is not hurting for any money. No. He won't be hurting for any money anytime soon. But the Hornets just can't seem to get right ever since Mike has taken over. And I don't think he necessarily needs to sell the team. Mm-hmm. I just think he needs to let go some of the reins of making some decisions. Because it's like he's not making good decisions, like, the day-to-day decisions. You like know. personnel, yeah, gym, like, right. coaching. I think yeah. he needs to let go of the reins of that, but not necessarily sell the team. Okay. Um, I do think he will sell another portion of it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it'll be enough where he still won't be majority owner. I got you. Talk to me, Weez. We bought the team for $180 million. He did. And it's you know it's worth $1.6, you said? 7. 7. 7. 1.7. 1.7. That's a lot of money. 
That's an easy flip. Yeah, and yeah. I know Jordan's a big net. He ain't tripping on no money, but yeah. that's a lot of money. But then at the, at the same time, those owners, they all got a lot of money. They do. They don't. They don't just sell these teams because they can. I mean, because mm-hmm. they want to. That's, I mean, that's this is they pride and joy. This is their toys. This is what oh, I mean. This is my team. I own this team. They like saying that. I think the thing with Jordan is, like Locke said, he's, he needs to give up. He needs to quit doing the Jerry Jones. Hire general manager and do your thing and let you know. Yeah. Watch the P and L's every month and see if you're making any money. But I think it really bothers him that his team is losing. Oh, it yeah. does. Oh, it does. Because he's oh, competitive. Yeah. But if he sells it, I, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad thing. If it if it's if it's messing with the sleep at night, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just because I don't think that he is such a control freak. He doesn't have any control over it. Yeah. Like if he could go out there and play, he would, mm-hmm. but he can't. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he should sell. Yeah. I mean, Hornets are listed as the 27th most valuable franchise in the NBA. It's only 30 teams, but franchises like Weezy said are something that you should hold on to because it can change overnight. Mm-hmm. I remember the Warriors were a bottom tier team. Absolute 27, 26, 28 every year. Then you get a run with a person like Steph Curry, and that can change the trajectory of your entire team. Now the Warriors are a top five team on Forbes. So mm-hmm. every team ch- catch a break. You can get a Victor Wimbanyama this year, and things can totally change overnight, man. Mm-hmm. So um, he's a very impatient person. I get that, and I'm impatient as well. His draft <laughs> picks haven't worked, like Coach Locke said. But if you could get a guy like Vic, Oh, and then next year, uh, Wani Wagner's son, then you have a formidable backcourt. Yeah. And going alongside Lonzo Ball, I mean, Lonzo, Mellow Ball, like, come on, man. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. The show, you think back when we were younger, the Hornets were good. They were solid. They were good. The Glenn Rice days, the Larry Johnson yeah. days. Zo. Zo. Yeah. They, they were good. Muxy Bogues, all yeah. those guys, they were good. So it's, it's a. A cycle. It is. Teams go through this. Yeah. Remember, the Hawks had a bad run for a long time, and then yeah, they kind of start bouncing back. Yeah. Look at Sacramento now. They here. They like the Bulls. Yeah. Look at the Bulls. Yeah. I don't think this decision is money motivated at all. It's not. It's not, it's not a money decision. Friend, it's just impatient. Yeah, it's just like I'm. I'm tired. Of yeah. Now nah, I think you pulled a plug too early on that. Then you get a couple of guys there. Psh, yeah. Sky's the limit. You're gonna be mad as hell. I don't man. think he regretted it at all if he sold it. Yeah. He wouldn't regret it, but. I think he would end up regretting it later. It. Yeah. He'll miss it because yeah. because what if it happens and you turn into a winner and you're like, dang. And then they they're gonna look at it like it was your fault. And anyway. it was your fault anyway. Exactly. Yeah, you want to see it come out on another end. Right. So yeah, right. you guys ready to get started with halftime? Let's do it. Let's get it. We're at the midway point. Please enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime. We got another segment of in case you missed it. Now, former Alabama star DJ Fluker shined at the Crimson Tides Pro Day. The 32-year-old former L.A. Charger and 13th pick of the 2013 draft had not played since 2020. Now, Fluker was not even that bad of a selection. He just could not stay at tackle and eventually moved to guard and only spent four years with the team. Now, he ended up playing another four seasons in NFL, which, like I mentioned earlier, last played in 2020 as a member of the Baltimore Ravens. Now, despite of being out of the league for the last two years, Fluker is attempting to make a return to the NFL and has reinvented his body and is completely unrecognizable as he showed <laughs> his physique Not for sure. at the Pro Day at Alabama. Now, when you last saw him, how much you think he weighed? About 350. 242. 242? Now, he's weighing 330. Damn. He played in the NFL at 240? When he last played. 242. What? 
Now he's jacked at 3.30. And he was dominant oh, he at got, the pro day. He got some of that rock juice. The only he, thing. Well, he's got some of that rock juice. <laughs> I gotta see. He's I gotta 32 see. years old. So, my know. question is, do you think a team would take a chance on DJ Fluker? Hell no. Nah. He's going to fill out a drug test. Hell <laughs> no. Nah. He's going to fill every drug test. He's cheating, bro. You got to go from 240 to 330, man. <laughs> do, do it like Brock Lesnar now, man. He look crazy. Brock Lesnar. He, he look looks crazy. huge. Yeah. Nah, there's no way. He's cheating. He's cheating. Man. What you need to do? He needs to be the world's strongest man. <laughs> nah, nah, hell nah. He nah. Hell, yes, bro. He need what's my black man? Booker T. He need to be the next Booker T. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> he need to be the next. <laughs> what's the what, what's my boy name, man? Uh, Farouk, the Farouk. nation of domination. Yeah. We are the nation of domination. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I used to watch. Right? Nah, what man. Nah, <laughs> listen. He wasn't 240, man. I'm best with you. Okay. okay. Yeah, he, he was 340. Okay, 340. Okay. He was 340 playing left tackle. 330 now. Yeah. Oh, he lost him. Yeah, he, but, it's, but it's muscle. But it's yeah, muscle. like he was a big, big, yeah, yeah. heavy guy. Okay. Now he's a big, swole. Yeah. yeah big, Brock muscular. Lesley. Yeah, yeah. Man, Cheating. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're cheating. <laughs> he might not be. He might. He's cheating. <laughs> you, see, you, you see him? He's a big dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's like, it didn't look fair, really. Yeah. It didn't look fair. Yeah, that shit cheating. He. The piss man's coming. <laughs> they locking on the door. Yeah, yeah, the piss man's coming. Hey, man. <sighs> yeah. Take this cup right here. Yeah, yeah. Piss in that cup for me one time, my boy. somebody camp. Nah. Not with that cup you want. Who I'm trying to tell you, you do all that work, and, boy, I'm trying to tell you, you come off that end, Aaron Donald right there, going to put him in that wheelbarrow, <laughs> throw his hands, that little 340 going to go. <laughs> oh, shit. You guys ready to start the second half? Let's do it. Let's get it. The second half is underway. Second half, the NBA's biggest storylines to end the 2022-2023 NBA season. Before we get started, I am Jay Hope. It's your man, Coach Lock. It's your boy Weezy. What it do? What? What sound like? Who I sound like right there? Nah, I'm just saying. I I had a flashback to oh. your mo- to your money line days on gas money, house money. It pissed <laughs> me off all over again. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> hey, look what I'm trying to tell you, man. Listen, who changed this shit up? Loophole, hove, man. Who changed this shit? Yeah, we got I, the committee. I, I, the committee came again. The committee can't in the room. Went out on change. top. No, out. Out. That's a, it's a W. <laughs> That's a W. That count. <laughs> Do a count. Where you go? Yeah. Left side. No. Ain't no water, yeah. It's a it's a championship. Yeah, you want to share championship with me? Yeah. No, I ain't tripping. Listen, when when Jason Kidd and Grant Hill tied for rookie of the year, who's rookie, rookie of the, of the year? year? So I can say I'm the rookie of the year. I won the twenty two. Come on, he's MVP. I want championship. That's sickening. Yeah, sleep good at night. You I know got how I one. Slept. I don't care. I got one. You, you know, I got one. I, I got, got one. the first one. Man, so man. I got two. Don't remember that one. Well, I got two. That's Bill Russell. Let's go 100. That's Bill Russell going 100. We don't put a count, though. Do a count. We ain't never seen that, okay. though. I got two. <laughs> I got two. Yeah, well, we got to put the little paper. They say Bill Russell going 100, Bill. It was Will. Will, they say what's going 100, but what a tape at? We ain't no tape on that. We was in the other part. It was in the other part. Yeah, nah, see, look what I'm trying to do. Now, we got to take with him when that, yeah, the first one. Do. He said he won the he first one. I won the first one. I won the first one. Why you hit? I got two. I got two. He ain't got two. Back to back. You know what I'm saying? Not back to back. Uh, I got two. I got two. Uh, All right. All right. Let's go, guys. Uh, roughly less than 10 games of the regular NBA season remains, and at this time, there's still much that needs to be settled, guys. Chief among those leagues, crowning storylines, of course, is the postseason pitcher. We're here as a family to plow through. 
<laughs> Pause. The biggest, most important yeah. plots, yeah, that will unfold between now and the end of the NBA Finals. And remember, the entire point of this exercise is to steer into the uncertainty. We'll start things off with tanking going wrong. It's tank o'clock in the NBA, guys. Everybody's trying to get Victor Wimbenyama. Some people aren't doing the right way. How will this end for NBA teams, Weezy? Uh, they're gonna they gonna discuss in the off season. <laughs> it's gonna be rules put in. Mm-hmm. You gotta play a certain number of games. Mm-hmm. But eventually, it's gonna start affecting contracts because it's gonna start affecting the bottom dollar. Okay. Because uh, I'm not gonna go to a game if I know Steph ain't gonna play. So I can dig. I'm not gonna go to a game if, if uh, I mean Giannis plus playing LeBron and both of them sitting out because it don't mean nothing. Because it don't mean nothing. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah. talk to me, Co. Um, I don't think nothing's gonna change. Teams continue to try to tank. Until they can do some type of punishment or rule they can put in to prevent it. The only thing is, I don't see them being able to put that rule in because there's no really true way to really prove that a team is tanking. Mm-hmm. Because if a kid is a player is just sitting out, like for example, Chet, he set out all season because he's injured. Yep. How do we know if the injury was really that serious or if they wanted to sit him out? So they could get a better draft pick. That's true. So it's going to be hard to police how you're going to stop the tanking. So I think nothing will happen no time soon. The teams are going to continue to do it until they figure out how to prevent it. Yeah. I think it'll end kind of similar to what Coach is saying. The fact the NBA teams are still purposely tanking really baffles me because the NBA put in a system that's supposed to kind of prevent this from happening. In fact, the team that finishes with the worst record in NBA usually doesn't win the first overall pick. Just roll the ball out there and play, man, and see what you come up with. That's why the OKC Thunder see what they see in Jalen Williams. He's a butt-in, like like a real rotational, maybe a starter, maybe a franchise guy. He can really play in OKC. You add along to the Laurie Markin and find he is a cornerstone for a franchise now. So if you get out there and just play basketball and let these guys go, man, um, the tanking shit is just overrated. You get to see what's the best of players because sometimes you just you're stunning the growth. Like look at Houston, like they have they don't even have a point guard on their team. But all those wings, all wings, like, yep. and then Josh Christopher doesn't play, and I think Ty Ty Washington doesn't play. He's a real point guard. Mm-hmm. Like so, you're stunning the growth of your young guys, man. And it stinks, man. So, yeah, all right. I thought you were going to say something about Ty. Because, you know, Ty, Ty, my boy, he going to be playing. I'll be hot about that. All right, let's move right along to the next question. We have Hawks firing Nate McMillan. And the backcourt woes continue in Atlanta. Coach, how will this end for the Atlanta Hawks? Well, the Hawks are still a 500 team right now. They're mm-hmm. one and a half games above the 10th spot, for the, which is the playing spot for the playoffs. Um, I think they're going to end up losing a good coach for nothing. Yeah. You know, Trey Young and Nate couldn't really get along, and the organization they decided to go with Trey Young, and they got rid of Nate McMillan. So in the future, in the next few years, I could see the uh, Trey Young being traded. Mm. Talk to me, Weez. I think Trey Young's trying to get traded, but the Nate, Mc, I mean, the McMillan firing, like you said, it didn't it didn't change anything. The backcourt's not playing well. Mm-hmm. Are they not playing well because the coach is gone, or they're not playing well because they, you know, they they're they're injured. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think it's got anything to do with injuries. I think they started out slow. At the beginning of the season, you know, Trey was shooting like 35 from the field, and he's got that up to right around 40. But he's still shooting 33 from three. Mm-hmm. And to be a volume three-point shooter like Trey is, shooting maybe seven, eight a game, 
To only make two or three is crazy, man. I think you start there and they don't play any defense. And Trey's reasoning for them to actually bring in DeJounte Murray to help with the defensive side. And Trey's not even playing any defense. It's like worse. His defensive rating is even worse, man. So that team's supposed to be better since Bogdanovich is back. You extended him. He uh, signed, I think, a $48 million contract. So he'll be there for a little longer, man. I just don't see how you fix that. They'll have to give it another try next year, but if it doesn't work and it's very similar to what they're doing right now, I think he's traded by the All-Star break. Trey Young is. Facts. Move right along to my guys, man. The Golden State Warriors can't win a game on the road. Back in December, we spoke about how much the Warriors were struggling to win on the road to start the season four months later. Still the exact same thing, man. Still struggling (laughs) on the road, Weezy. How would this end for the Golden State Warriors? Steph's back. Steph's playing is good. I think I'll to do with Clay. And they miss Andrew Wiggins, so you Missing know. Him a lot. So Andrew yeah. Wiggins can guard the best player. Hundred percent. Clay can't guard him no more, so I think you know it's putting pressure on Clay now. So yeah. And that the defense usually travels on the road. Mm-hmm. It's not traveling. For the stand at home yeah, for sure. Right. Talk to me, coach. Now the Warriors are nine and twenty nine, seven and twenty when Curry is played on the road, and they're currently a six seed. It's worse than the Charlotte Hornets, who were eleven and twenty six at the time this recording. Now, going back to 2013, the Warriors have won at least one road game in all 27 playoff series, which they had Curry, Thompson, Draymond on those teams. They've won multiple games in 12 of those 27 series and have swept their road games in seven of the 27. So over those nine years, they were 40 and 29 in playoff road games. Now, this is the thing about that. Those Warriors teams were built different than these teams. Like you said, they're Missing Andrew Wiggins, who's their defensive stop on the wing now. Clay isn't the same Clay that he was. So I don't think anything is going to change. They're going to have an early exit in the playoffs because they're going to be around that sixth, fifth, seventh seed. So every series, they're going to be the road team. The road team. So I don't think they're going to be able to get over their hump this year. Yeah. Warriors been dominant at home, man. 29-36 as we record this podcast at the crib, man. Chasing best record in the NBA. How the hell you have the worst record in the NBA on the road? That just don't make any sense. Defense not traveling like Weezy said. You got to have Wiggins back. Got to have Wiggins back. GP2, got to get him back. You get him back this weekend. Wiggins is the major, though, because he was out there. He's defending wings, and he's also mm-hmm. some of your smaller uh, centers. Any of your big, well, I don't even mm-hmm. want to talk about yeah, that. we're going to let that. We're yeah. gonna, uh, I ain't heard nothing. Oh, God, we got to talk God about bless, that. Yeah, God bless yeah, you. Yeah, no, we got to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. But off the air. Yeah, off the air, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, man, quite frankly, I think I've said this before, I think winning on the road requires a lot of mental strength and a lot of that team is dealing with more than stuff that's just on the court. Draymond is looking – for his extension. He's not going to get it in Golden State. Got Andrew Wiggins dealing with personal problems. Got Steph looking around like, hey, listen, I'm still in my prime. Like, let's do this. And guys just not stepping up, man. So I think it's going to, like Coach mentioned, man, be a rough end for my guys. And I think it'll ultimately end the most complete dynasty we've seen since the Bulls. Thanks, man. Quite a little lick. <laughs> All right, move right along to the follow the New Orleans Pelicans and Mount Zion. No, not Bishop Walker's Mount Zion, but Zion Williamson. The Pelicans are 36 and 37 at the time of this recording. Pelicans should be better than this, guys. Well, it would be great to identify just being Zion's fault. Uh, the blame could be shared by a lot of different people. How would this end for the Pelicans, Coach? Speaking of not Bishop Walker's Mount Zion, mm-hmm. I saw someone on Twitter where they had the picture of Zion's tat that mm-hmm. said Mount Zion yeah, on the back. Yeah. And somebody t- 
tweeted and said, I wonder how Bishop Walker's going to feel about that. Yeah, he ain't going to like that. <laughs> he going to like that. He going like to yeah, he he have him come to the church, do some <laughs> fit camp or something. He, you know, he ain't fit. Go ahead, my yeah, Speaking of that, uh, this is not looking good for Zion, man. No. He's missed 60% of the games in his career in the That's NBA. That's a lot of games, man. Now, he's appeared in 29 of the Pelicans' 59 games this season where he played the first three, missed two, then played eight, then missed three. Then he was featured for a while before 14 missed another three. And then he finally played four before being sidelined the last 22 games. So he just played in 39.7% of the team's games this year. So in other words, he misses six of every 10 games. Now, they, they brought him in to be the franchise. Yeah. Now, the sad thing about all this is that when he's healthy, Cold. he's playing great. Cold. He's a superstar caliber player when he's healthy. Yeah. And the thing that makes him like that is the same thing that's hurting him. Yeah. He's such an athletic freak of nature. Yeah. He's a bigger guy who can move, who can jump. Yeah. But his body can't take all of that with him being 286 pounds. Allegedly. Yeah. Now he's 286. Yeah. yeah. He's 26. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when he's playing, he's averaging 25.8 points, seven rebounds, and yeah. 60% from the field. Yeah. He just can't stay on the court. Yeah. That's rough. What you got with Zion has only played in 114 games in four seasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what's hurting him. Yeah, that's it. That's his period. He's yeah. the catch cow. Yeah. He, he he's the big joker. That's what's hurting him. Yeah. So I mean, he's not been out there. I don't want to call him a bust yet, but he, he, he ain't a bust. Nah, he's been an all star now. He ain't yeah. a bust. But I mean, shit. Ben Simmons got three all stars, and it's over with for my dog. But he wasn't a bust either, though. Yeah, he's not a but bust. But you gotta either. be. You're, you're only good. You're only good as as, no. you, as you're available, coach. You know, true. What I'm yeah. I've just said he's not a bust. Yeah, not a bust. Like, I agree with that. I don't yeah. know. Like we mentioned, point blank period. This team is constructed with Zion being there. Like, this team can't move without Zion being the engine that keeps this shit going, man. You got Trey Murphy looking. You see him, you're like, okay, we got him out of Virginia. Mm -hmm. Tony Bennett player. He gets there. He can actually play. Mm -hmm. Herb Jones, SEC player of the year. He gets there. He can actually play. But those are great pieces to the main guys, which is B.I., C.J., and Zion. Right. CJ's getting a little older. He can't move them hips. <laughs> Not Man. hips ain't No, helping. no, no. That front office almost prepared themselves to maybe look into bringing in somebody else because Zion might not be able to play, man. And what sucks is that I think Willie Green is going to be the first person to go. And to a year ago, two years ago, you tell me Willie Green would have lost this gig, you'd be like, hell no. Nah. He's maybe the best young coach in the mm-hmm. entire NBA. And it's all because of Zion's unavailability. Yeah. yeah. Nah, man. The that's best things, of man. availability. Yeah, man. Damn, it's hurting them. It's hurting the long-term potential of that team, man. And it's all right-sided stuff mm-hmm. from his quad to his knee to his foot. It's the same side, man. So Is that that side that blew out that shoe? Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's mm, weird. Moving right along to Kyrie Irving and the Dallas Mavericks. They can't win games. The team's top priority was finding another shot creator to support young superstar Luka Doncic. Mission accomplished, guys. But Irving will be an unrestricted free agent this season. How would it seem, Weezer? Well, Irving uh, finding a new team. <laughs> yeah. It just mm-hmm. didn't work. It didn't work. Uh, I don't think Luka wants to play with him. I doubt that. No, I'm not saying it. I'm not think he's saying that. I Man, I don't want to play yeah. with this guy, but I, it ain't the same. 
Ball yeah. more than saying they both gotta have the ball in their hands. They it's do. Just, it's just not gonna work, especially half of a season. Okay. So I think Kyrie will leave. Yeah. What you got, coach? Uh, this is gonna end with an early exit from the playoffs. Yeah. They're three and eight at the time of recording when Kyrie and Luca play together. They're just two guards that need to that are ball dominant guards. They need the ball in their hand, and it can't work like that. Neither one of them plays defense, so you don't get any guarding from your point and your two. Yeah. Which right now is a heavy wing league. Nah, hell yeah. You know, outside of the three bigs you have, we'll talk about them in a few. Yeah. But at the end of the season, man, Kyrie would not be a Dallas Maverick. He's going to get out of there. He's probably going to be in L.A. Mm. That was the difference between the team from this year and last year. Jalen Brunson actually tried on defense. Mm-hmm. He was a go-hard, little bitty point guard. I ultimately think, though, that Kyrie Irving is stuck in Dallas. I don't think another team will offer a max deal the way that he wants besides the Lakers. And if the Lakers don't do it, I think they're looking for somebody else, you know, in a person like CP. You play him alongside D'Angelo Russell. You can play both of them together. I mean, it's terrible defense, but that's a whole other conversation. Most teams, man, with the cap space are expected to either be uh, restructuring or rebuilding, and Kyrie doesn't want to go to that, do anything like that. So you have to make sure that you're building around Luka, who's there until 26, 27. But I don't think this team is built to compete long term. And I don't think Kyrie Irving's contract will be picked up by anybody else other than Dallas. And I think he's stuck there, man. Mm. Yeah, I really do. You don't hate that. Yeah, he's definitely going to hate that. They'll never win a championship. Never. But Mark Cuban's going to pay him just to keep Luka happy. And then Luca's gonna get mad because it's like, oh, man, I don't want to play with this guy because we're not I, winning. Mark Cuban is definitely gonna offer him for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on to the next thing is Nikola Jokic and the running for it three peat in the NBA MVP with yet another stellar and somewhat more efficient year. Could Nikola Jokic really win a third straight Kia NBA MVP coach? I don't think he will. Mm. I think it's gonna be a victim of voter fatigue. Uh, we've seen this before, people. If he does do this, he'll pass the likes of people like Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, man. Jordan didn't ever win three in a row. But he's playing well. I can't take anything from him. He has his team with the fourth best record in the NBA at the time of recording. But I just think the field is going to be the one that gets this MVP when you're talking about Embiid, Luka, Giannis, or Tatum. They're all playing great basketball right now and have their teams top of the league. So uh, I don't think he's going to repeat. What you got, Weezy? The Joker is playing well. He's playing well. He's playing really good. Yeah, he is. Back, I mean, back to back three peat MVPs is crazy. It's insane. I don't think he's playing better than uh. No, he's not playing anybody. You finna say? <laughs> no, he's not. He's Giannis, not, not playing, playing better Giannis. than Tatum. It's not play, definitely playing better than Joel Embiid. And Joel Embiid for sure. Yeah. Joel, but it's a regular season award, and I think. This one has to go past the first round. Now they ain't going to do that. I I think they have to. They can't. They won't. No, they can't. I think Nikola Jokic might be the best offensive center in the NBA. But his lack of defense is primarily effort. He leads the league kickball violations, Coach. Now, this is – and Jeff goes in and says, Nikola's sneakily playing – no, he's not. No, he's not. Do you know what the second player – and that kickball violation list is, you know how many they got? How many? 17. How many, how many he got? 45. That's a sign of laziness. For, it's lazy as hell. It's a cheap-ass, low-effort play. 
It's like I don't really feel like playing defense. So, I'm so kick the ball. if there's a pick coming, I'm gonna deny the pick and roll. I'm just gonna kick it. It's lazy as hell, man. I mean, it, it is, but he got it down to a science. It so. stops the play. It stops the play. It's it, lazy as hell. It is lazy as hell, but it stops the play. It's lazy as hell, and that's the reason that they stop winning in the playoffs because his low effort ass, low play. <laughs> no, Jay, it's cheating. It's cheating. Well, well, he, well, they was hurting the playoffs too. They was banged up last year. Yeah, but they always lose. Even when they're full strength, they be losing. They're going to lose again this year. They might lose in the very first round. You take them first. You just don't like the guy. No, no. I'm just telling you. 45 to 17 kickball violations. He, that's disgusting. <laughs> he always find a, a he's weird a, ass stats. He's, he's having a hell of a year, though. Yeah. Offensively. He is. I mean, he's having one of the worst defensive years in NBA history at the center position. But hey, let's, let's that's be honest. not a surprise, yeah, though. But offensively, he's never MVP. been. He's never no, been known for his defense, though. No, let's, let's and I just, get that. But what I'm saying is, how in the hell can somebody get an MVP over a guy that plays offense and defense? So he can go out there and kick your ass for 30, and then right behind that, James Harden did it. No, what I'm saying is, but there wasn't a guy playing. We, that's why LeBron James should have got another MVP. That's why Kobe Bryant should have got more MVPs. That's why the, the list goes on of CP3 should have got that MVP that year. They clearly don't look at you that. Find a, you find, a weird, just, you find the weirdest stats. I'm just saying. No, that is just a low effort ass play. It's a low effort. It's a cheap ass low effort play. All right, let's move right along to the Boston Celtics, and they're maintaining their dominance despite firing Ime Udoka. And the dynamic duo of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum look like the next great duo in the NBA to win multiple championships, guys. But now I think that's could be in a little bit of jeopardy. Not because they can't win a championship this season. I think they're one of the favorites to actually win it all. But it's everything else surrounding around the franchise. Wheezy, how would this end? I think Jalen Brown wants his own team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wants his own team, but I don't think he realizes it. it ain't green on the other side. Um, Tatum playing out of his mind. The whole the whole Udoka thing that it didn't matter nobody, and they still came out and played well. I don't know if it's a front office thing. Well, it was a guy that was already on the staff, so it's just you know, like he they. It doesn't change. Really. It doesn't change. They run the same shit. Yeah, yeah but you, you got to get that to 15 other guys. Hey, it's two. But it was 14 yeah. other guys already on the team. Right. So, so no, it didn't. It really, it really, it's not a big deal. No, nah, that's one team, one dream. The only person they brought in was a savvy vet in uh, Malcolm Brogdon. That's the only new addition. True. I mean, I, th- I think it was pretty good. But you now, if you got a team full of 13 guys and you're trying to get on the same page, it's harder to do. But everybody's coming back. Yeah. Coach. Uh, this could be Boston's year, man. Mm-hmm. Make it top of the mountain, man. They have the experience that they lacked last year in the finals. Mm-hmm. You know, when they lost to the Warriors, which that seems like it was so long ago, yeah. but the Warriors won the finals last year. Yeah. Um, the only team that could possibly stand in the way in the East are the Bucks. And right now they've played each other twice and they're one to one against each other. Yeah. The Bucks won one game by six in overtime, mm-hmm. and then the Boston beat the Bricks off of them by 21 in the other matchup. And they have one more matchup coming up. But with the experience, it's nothing like experience when playing in the finals. You know what to expect going into it. You know how to react to things. You mm-hmm. know what to do, what not to do. So if they can get back to the finals this year, I think Boston might win it. Yeah. Okay. Um, when Jalen Brown was kind of asked about his future in Boston, answered the question very vaguely. Then he said everything the right way afterwards, just kind of clear it up so it won't be – you know, a distraction, but now it is a distraction. And anytime he's asked about that extension that's coming up this summer, it's always going to be looming. I think people say yeah, it doesn't affect anything, it doesn't matter, but it does and it will. And I think that'll ultimately be the reason that they don't win the championship. And I think they blow it up and try to go get 
one of those guys, Brad Beal. Um, you know, they'll get Brad Beal and maybe somebody random like Aaron Gordon and try to do it minus Jalen Brown. But they're going to realize, too, that it's different having somebody like Jalen Brown mm-hmm. than Brad Beal because mm-hmm. Jalen Brown is six seven and he can def- uh, defend threes and fours. And Brad Beal can't defend that door that we're looking at. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. It's always – it looks good. And even with – okay, cool. Jalen Brown goes to Washington, and it's him and Kuz. Guess what? You ain't got Jason Tatum. Kuz ain't Jason Tatum. So, mm-hmm. these teams break up these great duos prematurely no. yep. because somebody wants to go and do their own thing and be the man, but it ain't always green on the other side. And it's like the thing. You're still getting your shots, Jalen yeah, Brown. Getting, yeah. it's, it's not like you're getting – Four or five shots a game. You yeah. want to go get 15, Come 16 on, shots. You're, You're getting, getting yours? plenty shots. You're getting yours. Stay there. Stay there. Go yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yes. He wants his he wants his locker to be full of media people too. Yeah, yeah. And, and it is, but he wants it all to be on him and, and nobody yeah. else. And that's why he dating a forty year old grandmother. That's the oh, problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Facts. All right. She she, she, she is bad though. Mm-hmm. Nah, 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 nah. Kevin Hardhands. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Let's move on to the 76ers, man. A case can be made that three of the four most likely NBA champions reside in the Eastern Conference, like Coach mentioned earlier on this show. It's a wild notion, you know, by itself. You got Philadelphia, you got the Celtics, you got the Bucks, and that's really it. Maybe anybody else in the East? Philadelphia, Miami, Bucks. Miami might be tough. Three or four. Okay. But anyway, the 76ers are the most surprising on this list. Coach, how will this end for the Philadelphia 76ers? Uh, I think they've already recovered. They're the third in the league record-wise. Mm-hmm. Embiid is playing great. Harden is starting to play a little better, but the key is Tyrese Maxey, who's mm-hmm. playing the best of his NBA career out of three years. But in the end, I think Boston is going to be too much, or Boston, I'm sorry, Boston or Milwaukee mm-hmm. will be too much for the 76ers, and that will be the start of breaking up that team. And James Harden would no longer be with the Philadelphia 76ers. It's your boy. We used to talk about your boy, the beard. I, I think James Harden's playing great. He's playing great. Now, nobody I, yeah. that. Yeah. No, I think he's playing great. I, I think he figured out, you know what? If I want to win a championship, this is my best shot right here. 100%. And I don't have to go out there and shoot the ball 40 times no more. And don't care if I win or lose. 1,000%. And he's playing with a better uh, – <laughs> He's playing with a better coach. That Rivers, he wants to coach defense. The other coach didn't that they yeah. didn't care to play defense or not. Actually and, accepting coaching too. That's yeah, accepting coaching. Yeah. yeah. So it, it I think it's I think it's more about business for James Harden. And I think Embiid is in his prime and Embiid like you you have a short, you have a shorter to lean on if you need it. Yeah. And like you said, Maxie's playing out of his mind too. Yeah. Yeah, Maxie is the key. I like that coach. That is the key. Another key too is the fact that if you don't do it this year, you're going to have to pay James Harden mm-hmm. next summer. And that max contract is one of the riskiest decisions in NBA history. You got a 33-year-old playing for his third team in three years. Not playing no defense. Man, his career's trending down right Still now. Still 30. Yeah. Philadelphia should be losing sleep over the potential of paying him the max, even if it is a two-year deal with the third. I, I could not do that. Me mm-hmm. as a human being – I could not pay James Harden as a GM for uh-huh. the future of my franchise with Joel Embiid. Could Unless not do we win a championship this year. No. That, even if they even win this championship, you know what? We got one. Yeah. Let's go. On you know yeah, dog. Mm-mm. I can't do that. Not James Harden. I'm t- Bro, there's nothing. I would pay 
38-year-old Chris Paul before I pay 33-year-old James Harden. If they win, that's come on, man. You got to got to reward the man with loyalty for winning you a championship. You Chris Paul hasn't gotten you one. You do. Chris Paul hasn't gotten anybody but one. But when if, has James? And I get what you're saying. I'm saying if James he wins Hart, it, James Harden has never showed up in the playoffs. So if he comes in this year and goes crazy. You might you're stuck with him, and you know what? Well, he, got you ha- you got you he got you one. He got you one. That's nobody's got you one. He's thinking like an owner. He's yeah. thinking like an owner, and you're thinking like a player. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, coach, if he get one, how oh, we got him one? Somebody else is gonna pay him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now, I ain't gonna lie. Now, now you go from possibly getting another one because you got, you gotta think if he wins one, he he ain't on he ain't on mamba mentality. Where I, I'm trying to win three more. Rock- no, he. He, he's good. See, and what Coach is doing is what messed up the Golden State Warriors this year. They went and paid an extra year for Clay, and got Draymond coming back and it's slowing the damn team up. When they could have traded both of those guys and got pieces and now you're looking a little bit better into your future. Well, they want to keep the cows together. No, no, they no, no. They no. Turn Clay, it on Clay is a different situation. Yeah, Clay they want that injured. They, yeah, they Bro, you Clay. I would have traded Clay this summer. And I would have let Dre walk out of there and I would have got two pieces. I got a Pascal Siakam and I would have got a guy like I don't know a Brad Beal type player to come in there and play the two, and you had to hit on one. Of you, you hit on the Philadelphia, but you just missed on that one. Pascal, you missed on yeah, that. Yeah, but one. you don't got no. You hit on the mind. Philadelphia is what you're talking about, but you missed on that one. No, I'm telling you, Pascal would have been great. You, you hit and you missed. <laughs> How? Okay. How did I miss? Because with, with the Warriors team, they feel like that's they like they that they can turn it on, and they and they kind of owe it to them in the playoffs. They can they, they they'll be fine. Just get them to the playoffs, and they'll be fine. Yeah. You thinking you thinking the future? I just think they think they've been there, they're showing them loyalty. Yeah, but there. here's the thing: they're gonna let Draymond walk. You get nothing for him. You're gonna yeah, let Clay walk. Gonna you, you're gonna get nothing for him. Yeah, but you got four championships. They're fine with that. Yeah, but I'm and telling they're, they're, you, in the prime, what if you what if you want to play for a six and you still got the best point guard in the league playing at a high level? You have to capitalize off that too. Loyalty, my ass. You got to go get those guys up out of there because okay. now you're stuck. Now you mm-hmm. don't want, you, you don't want you 29 know. home games, goddamn 12 on the road. Now that's true. You ain't going to get nothing for them. You get nothing. That's true. But it's still a little different from the Philadelphia. I'm just saying. Okay. Right. Yeah. And last but not least, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant mm-hmm. is fit with the Suns. He's expected to return to the Suns before the start of the playoffs early as next week, guys. Did Phoenix just will and deal its way to a title favorite? Or will there actually be some type of learning curve for this team? I Talk did. to me, Weezer. KD, KD got hurt at the wrong time. KD got hurt at the wrong time. That was a midseason trade. They need that cohesiveness. I don't think they're going to make it to the finals. Mm. Okay. What you got, Coach? I agree, Weezy, man. I thought this was going to be the, the move that put the Suns over the top, like I think everyone else did. Uh, but that, that injury, it did hurt. At the end of the day, you need that time to get that chemistry. When you're playing with a new team, doesn't matter how good you are. Mm-hmm. Chemistry plays a part when it get, comes down to those close games. It's nothing like knowing what this person is going to do. Like, I know when I do this, he's here mm-hmm. because we've done this in practice. I've seen this in the game. So I think they'll, they'll still be good. They'll win a series or two. But I don't think they're going to get the result that they thought they were going to get by bringing KD in. So you don't think seven games is enough? No. Mm, okay. I think the offensive fit will be perfect. You got one of the greatest point guards to ever do it. You got one of the greatest scorers to ever do it. You have the greatest shooting guard in the NBA. So that is a a divine thing. Then you have DeAndre Aiden with the cherry on top right there. Um, well, I think that 
you know, the time that we worry about, that seven games I think will be enough to kind of get some cohesion going because the, it's not like you're adding in guys with low basketball IQ. All of those guys, minus DeAndre Aiden, have really high basketball IQ. Mm-hmm. The thing that I worry about is defense because you only got two guys to defend it. got Josh Akogi and you have Torian Creed. That was it. And then you look into a situation, I don't know if anybody else can defend. Now, pick and roll – your bigs are now KD at the four. Then you have DA. I'm worried if DA can play at a high level in the playoffs at the five position, guarding some of those bigs, preferably people like Giannis, how they going to defend him, stuff like that. But, man, I think ultimately this team makes it to the finals, but I think they lose in the finals, and they go get a big piece, like Dame Lillard big piece, and put it together and go crazy. Because you look at KD's 35. CP is $15 million left on that contract. You let him go. You bring in Dame. It's a, it's another shakeup, but it's enough to get to a situation where this team can – you put Dame in there. So you just next year, all right, you make it to the finals. You didn't win. But you bring in Dame, who has been wanting to play with KD. You have Book. Then you have KD. Hey, man. It's a who's tough gonna, out. Who's going to take the back seat to that? I don't think anybody has to. I don't three, think anybody has to. Three high-volume scores like that? Yeah. I mean, we, we, we haven't seen that. Nah, that's crazy. That's three yeah. high-volume scores. That's true. Well, we, yeah. Steph, Clay, KD. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But Steph took the back seat on that one. Who? who okay. Steph averaged how many assists doing that? Six. The, the person with the assist on that team is Damn. Draymond. Is that okay? Yeah. Good. And I think Draymond want to go there too. I'm saying it's gonna be crazy. The, it's gonna be. Now, now what I will say. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that does help Phoenix in this situation though is all the teams in the West minus Golden State mm-hmm. minus the Clippers. They don't have the experience of being there. They no, haven't really gotten past the second round. Mm-hmm. Like you have a team like the Kings who's sitting in third, I believe, at the yeah. time recording. Yeah. They haven't been in the playoffs. Nah, nah, yeah, they are. Yeah. So they're gonna shoot their low early. The experience could help them get there, but like mm-hmm. you said, I don't think they would get the ultimate goal, which is get the Larry O'Brien trophy at yeah. the end. I think they'll play themselves into cohesion. And they'll get to the finals, but that won't be enough to get. And I hate that for CP because I want CP to get one because yeah. he deserves one. He really does, man. But, ah, man, that's going to be tough. And that is another episode of the Fool's Sport Press Podcast. Yes, it is. Everybody look out for it. Um, I think the date is March the 27th. Nikola Jokic plays against Joel Embiid. It'll be a knockdown drag out. And I'm telling you, Joel Embiid is going to go crazy. Gonna go crazy in that game. Just you wait. Just you wait. That he might be the situation. He, did he cooked last his ass up. last time. He, did. He, he be cooking them every time they play. He did. But he yeah, did for sure. It's be a good one, man. Facts. Yeah. Once again, man. Yeah. Appreciate everybody helping yeah, us get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Continue to hit that subscribe button. Yeah. Tell a friend to hit the subscribe button, mm-hmm. folks, man. Bite my tongue, boy. Tough to do, boy. <laughs> but yeah, nah. That is I'm really seriously from the cameraman to Jeff to Wheezy. No, no, no. To my dog, Lock. Listen, man. It's hard work getting a thousand mm-hmm. subscribers, man. It's a, a huge feat. And, you know, couldn't do it without each and every person that's watching and listening. Mm-hmm. Appreciate Even you. you. The new listener. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
cameraman telling me not to say he think I'm gonna say something. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm not. Reconsider. I, yeah, I will not. Now tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Person. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. Weezy. Everything paid for a big baby. Coach Lock. Get a drummer song. Cameraman, the revolution will be podcasted. We are out. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on previous episodes, please check out the YouTube page and wherever you find your favorite podcast. Don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.